I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I feel like we need to start with a formal apology. I just checked as I was riding the elevator up to your beautiful apartment. Thank you. April 14th. That was the previous episode and i've actually listened to that podcast i was gonna do the same as i walked and then it was a shorter walk here so i actually only listened central to it. isn't it yeah, yeah about 50 <laughs> seconds of it it ends <laughs> no with the power of like one of our cords like machines dying and us having to um cut it off <gasps> early and it's a short podcast and we're like oh well we'll be back next week kind of and it's like and and then we you never heard from us again we're still alive. We're still here. And I don't even think an apology is needed. Because it's... Because <laughs> no apology. Even though I said we should start away. with an apology. But like, this is classic behavior now. Yeah. This and, is repetitive behavior. And, and, and we'll never stop because this is us. Um, and we think probably you've been busy as well. Yeah. You probably have been thinking, you out there, listen to this on, in, your, in your earphones, thank God there's no new episode of Male Gaze because I just do not have the time this week, this month, maybe I'm not this year. I'm getting through the daily. I'm getting through my like RNZ podcast. I'm, I'm listening to the Hill podcast. It's, the, it's an election season. And the last thing I need on my plate is a Male Gaze podcast. Because I would need to listen to it, but I simply don't have the time. And I don't want to be sort of up late at night thinking my partner's like, when are you coming to bed? I'm yeah, like, I'm, soon. I'm listening to it at 0.5. I'm trying to get through as fast as I can. You've literally no idea. Yeah, how many podcasts I've got to get through? So um, I guess you're welcome. You're welcome. Cue theme, theme song. song. <laughs> I'm sorry, mom. It's not a phase. Welcome along to this week's episode of The Male Gaze. I'm trying to think about everything that's been going on in the interim between last time and this time, but I guess irrelevant. Who cares? When were we last? I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to hold this. I'm going to hold the mic. I had a stand on. We're both with our stands. Yeah. I we just, don't need them. We don't need them like they're kind of zoom chic as well. This like mic stand that's like <laughs> 3 I, inches I tall. I look back at all the things we bought ourselves, all mm. the gadgets and gizmos. Like you know, to like really set up an office at home, yeah, and just now them in like a box. How do you feel when someone sort of talks about COVID at the moment? Because I've, I love it. Yeah, I've, I'm back on as well. <laughs> I feel like we didn't talk about it for so long, and recently I've been like, I'm ready to talk about it because I was working with a cameraman who uh, went to the Japan Olympics, oh, and then wow. I was like, isn't that incredible? Because he would have been one of the only people to be able to travel to Japan because they kept their borders closed for ages. It's amazing to hear now, I guess, that people have got a bit more time mm. from it all, like what their experience actually was. And I and I talk about this a little bit, and I've talked about it on like Rats in the Gutter, I think. Um, another great podcast, Listen which are far more... Yeah, and they're really regular. <laughs> but if you're being overwhelmed, yeah, I mean, I guess it's hard. Yeah, you're probably with, with their podcast, you're probably thinking, no, I do not have time. <laughs> I can't. It's, it's too much. If you just only listen to us, then it's like, oh, well, it's one every six months. <laughs> yeah, and that's, that's great with my sketch. <laughs> um, but about like sort of post-COVID psychology, like where we are now, like I still feel like we're seeing the ramifications of that really intense, intensified like time of like being at home and being domesticated yeah. and like people sort of not knowing if they want to invest in home life, if they want to travel again, like mm. and having those sort of really interesting years robbed from you. And I think we'll be complaining and moaning about it into our deep fifties. Yeah. I think for decades, God, hasn't everyone been traveling though? <laughs> they have. <laughs> well, okay. So let's, let's just paint a picture of what's been going on. Let's talk about some highlights yeah. between the season of April to October. So between yeah. that, what's what's been going on for you? Well, it's been cold. 
It has been Winter. cold. Yeah. I went to the States for three weeks, a beautiful trip. You saw Beyonce. I saw Beyonce Renaissance Live. Is that tour finished now? It just wrapped up a few days ago, but there is a film and the film drops December 1st. The trailer just came out. I am going to go opening night, I reckon. At a cinema? Yeah. Oh, wow. I lo- That'll be an amazing cinema experience. I know. I know. I had a great cinema experience the other day, actually. Talk talk, talk, talk to me. Oh, no, my God. I love talk to me. So I went with a um, friend of the podcast <laughs> and friend of our actual lives, Leon Wadham. Wait a second. Do I know the story already? Yeah, probably. He, We were like watching the film and it's getting a bit gruesome <laughs> and gruesome. And then he's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like out loud like that. I was like, what's going on? I thought he was sort of being a bit dramatic. Yeah. And then he stands up and sort of fumbles out of the cinema and I was like, oh, God, I guess he needs to like have a bit of a... Br-. And I know that he'd been like a bit shocked by Green Room, that film, um, that kind of like neo-Nazi yeah, yeah. Green Room. Yeah, and, um, that bit with the arm. The arm yeah. really sent him off. And so I was like, oh, I hope he's okay. And then I hear like a bang and he... I turn around and some other guy in the cinema gets up to help him. Classic me kind of leaving it a little bit too long. Like I should have mm. been there to like jump immediately. And... He's half, he's like lying on the ground, legs in the cinema, body out, like <laughs> trying to escape. And he had body in the candy out. bar. <laughs> body in the candy bar. He's in the cinema, <laughs> body in the candy bar. <laughs> Mind in the gutter. <laughs> and, and he's passed out. He's smacked his head on the door. He's got like a bump, he's got like a little bump oh, on his forehead. Right. The 14 year old who works at the cinema is like, are you okay? <laughs> I was like, he's like, should I get an ambulance? And then Leon's, you know that thing where you sort of really hurt yourself and then you try and play it cool as yeah. a cucumber? He's yeah, just like, like, yeah, fine, fine, cool, like, cool, I'm cool, good, cool, I'm good, cool, I'm good. Cool. He's like, the green, sweaty, horrible. Oh. Anyway, great cinema experience. Well, also, because when he told me about it, he brought up that he also fainted in Green Room. Yeah. And so I. I sometimes there's news articles about people fainting and puking in cinemas and stuff, and I'm like, that's fabrication. That is an exaggeration. That never happens, and it yeah. does to our friend who loves scary movies. To our nearest and dearest. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. So that's if anything, check on your family. Can I speak um, to someone who also fainted in my life recently? Stranger on a plane. <laughs> you have the craziest plane stories. Like I know. you fell in love on a plane. <laughs> yeah. And then now this. And now this. And now this new episode, Stranger <laughs> on a Plane. So I've been catching many planes recently. Also, in my trip to the US, I will say I got very into um the world of legal marijuana. And so I've 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 been sampling a lot of weed gummies. And obviously for like a long flight, I'm like perfect time. Do you have them in New Zealand? I I Can't. mean I couldn't Close. possibly say. Oh, I couldn't right. possibly say at this point with the legal situation in the country. Yeah, true. Although I think you're allowed to own as many as I own now. <laughs> <laughs> just a whole garage full? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. A truckload. You're just running these Facebook ads. <laughs> so anyway, I'm stoned on the plane. Oh. And they're perfect because that kind of like eases you to sleep. You enjoy the... What's the gummy stoned film? feeling like? Um, well, it depends what kind you want. These ones... The woman who sold it to us, who was Australian, in a shop where they did have to take photos of my driver's license, and now that's now the US police have that. But <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ! But she was like, "These ones will help. These ones will make you feel more creative." Um, they're not particularly. I don't need those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm scared where it will take me. <laughs> um, but you could also have ones that make you more social. But these ones are more to like enjoy things. So we took them to Disneyland and like watched the like light shows and you know perfect. And there's an amazing Disneyland ride called Soaring. We like. So do you have one that makes me feel isolated, anxious, and like everyone hates me? <laughs> yeah, one that makes me panic, makes me sweat, makes me consider every relationship I've ever had, and makes me think the police are around every corner. <laughs> Because <laughs> that's what I'm used to. <laughs> I'm stoned on the plane, and the there's a girl beside me who is like, basically, she looks like a K-pop star. She looks famous, is wow. the vibe that I'm getting. She's God, hot. sometimes people just have that energy. I don't know. They? She's hot as hell. She's got a soft toy that she's brought on the plane hmm. to cuddle. Yeah. She also has just like the May most. May I ask what is the toy? A big floppy bunny. <laughs> Okay. She's got a really chic kind of blazer on, which she keeps hanging over the seat in front of her, which and then it keeps falling on the person whose seat it is. Yes, to cover her screen. It's covering her screen. It's interesting. I don't know if she wanted to sleep or not. Anyway, honestly, five minutes after the the seatbelt lights off, she's gone. Just at to the toilet, I assume. I'm kind of snoozing. You having a little out. look at the bunny? 
<laughs> I'm having a little play with the bunny. Just a little go. <laughs> and then when she gets back, I'll ask where she bought it and get one for my next flight. <laughs> where did you get that? <laughs> I don't want to say. And yeah, then cut cool. to the next flight, you've got one and she's also sitting beside you like, <laughs> did you copy me? <laughs> <laughs> What's yours called? <laughs> That is like full stalker, like talented Mr. Ripley, but for just for... It just reminds me of a situation boys. I was in where I was using my flatmate, my flatmate shampoo and then I really liked it. And then I was like, I want to buy this for myself. Mm. But I was like, I can't buy this shampoo now because she's going to know that I've used hers in order to like buy it. If you live with someone, you've got to assume they've tried every bathroom product you own. Yeah, <laughs> From your shampoo to your douche. It- <laughs> <laughs> Would you share that? No, no <laughs> way, never. <laughs> but despite like a dick going inside you, yeah, I guess so. But it still feels like a personal thing. I mean, anal's a personal thing. Yeah, but even like, so I would be okay with this situation, which is, um, uh, you know how with an electric toothbrush you can buy multiple heads, and then you can just swap the head between the two of you, which is a uh, more economical the decision. The bulb for me feels like the gross bit. Exactly, and so I oh, pu- yeah. I pitched it to to Sam, my partner, and he's been like, "No, we need our own." Oh, that's nice. And I feel like douches have maybe maybe I feel the way about douches as as he feels about. Um, anyway, <laughs> I, each their own. The girls, <laughs> the girls gone. <laughs> <laughs> so like Where are we going with that Okay so the p- girl's in the toilet The girl's Bunny's stoned. on the seat I, I fall asleep I'm kind of falling asleep Waking up The bunny's on the seat I watch Probably um, Two episodes of the show Industry Don't know if you've Heard that It's kind of like um, Succession meets Euphoria oh, Lena Dunham directed it It's oh. in the UK About people at a bank Anyway I'm loving the show I love Lena but Dunham But also sleeping for a lot of it You love Lena Dunham? Yeah that's really bold to say. But but also, Sam and I just started watching Girls Again and I have been like, it's pretty good. It's really it's good. It's pretty good. It's insane how little people of colour there are on that show. It's shocking. And especially having just been in New York and been like... <laughs> what? And, I, and to think that about Friends as well, I'm like, to cast all white people and make the only people visible white, you have to be actively... Not looking around you in New York, but uh, and this is not to defend that choice because I still think there are better ways to like go about what she was maybe trying to do there, which was like the show. It was never about like a social. It wasn't about a celebration of like a culture. It was about like mm. a, a cr- critique and satirization of like twenties millennials living in New York, and yes. I think particularly these girls. They had an entirely white friend group. Yeah. And that's who she's like. It makes sense for the characters. Yeah, it makes sense for the characters. But unfortunately, it also makes sense for the person who made the show. Exactly. And that's, I think, where I think it does fall down on. But I was like, it does sort of weird. Like, you, it, but it's like, it's not worth the sacrifice or the cost of having like more diversity on screen. Yeah. Anyway. It's been about an hour and a half. <laughs> She's she gone. Are you serious? And I've kind I've only maybe just thought, I wonder where she went. Oh my god. <laughs> and then the flight attendant. So no one else is worried. And no one else is near to the toilet? An owl bro. Yeah. No. But like Okay. I guess so you're already you're jumping ahead to I'm jumping to conclusions. And and before we spoil it, <laughs> I don't know what happened. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but the flight attendant came up. She kind of she kind of kneels down and she's like do you know where this passenger's gone? And then I, again, <laughs> have had a gummy. And I was like, I said, this is verbatim like what I said. <laughs> you know what? I haven't seen her since the start of the flight. <laughs> so <laughs> And then her face like went white. She's jumped like out of the door. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so then she disappeared. And then I think it, it, I think it's a fainting scenario because eventually the K-pop star did return and they gave her like a coffee and um, a Coke and a bunch of sugary stuff. So I assume they were trying to pick her blood sugar. So, yep, she might have fainted in the toilet. Oh. Horrible, eh? I would hate to faint in an airplane toilet because I've got to be honest, and there's been so many jokes about it. We all know it's like a tired observation, but the flush still scares me. Yeah. The flush of the toilet still scares me. Yeah, it's it's so loud. Also, there's no seatbelt in there. So whatever position you faint in... You're sliding around. You're sliding around. Yeah, but 
What I did think was, actually, though, the other day when I had, like, kind of shocking diarrhea in an airplane. Oh. Was, hmm, why can't all toilets have this power flush, even though it scares me? True. Because, you know, like, it would just end this, like, fear of, oh, my God, my shit has not gone all the way down. Yeah. And I'm in, like, someone's house who has a... I'm in, you know, Lena Dunham's house. <laughs> what am I going to do about this? But versus if it was just like, like gone. You, you never what? You never leave an airplane toilet thinking. I wonder if some of my poo is still in there. Yeah, because they suck it all. They, we need Dyson flushes. Yeah, because they're just, they're just they they suck, man. The toilets in the USA in as well way. are pathetic. Are they? The water Can't, is the US is pathetic. The, the water is so high in the bowl. And then when you flush it, it just kind of goes a little bit... Up. It's so high that what happens is whatever you do in that toilet, it kind of all spreads out. <laughs> so you really see everything God, that you did. what the fuck is wrong with them? Okay, so then so that happened on the plane. Mm. Got into gummies, saw Beyonce. We'll be seeing her in cinemas. Saw Leah Michelle. And Funny Girl. Day two. Holy... An incredible day. So we went to see Funny Girl... Um, loved that Went to the matinee And then in the evening We went to see Rina Sawayama And we saw her on A rooftop called Pier 17 And it's like It's basically like 360 views of New York Like Brooklyn's on one side Manhattan's on the other The Brooklyn Bridge is all there You can watch the people crossing It was so incredible Oh my god Yeah And then how was Leah Michelle? <laughs> I mean, she's an unbelievable talent, and we got a bit. Per- if we could just f- for once put personality aside, she <laughs> rules. <laughs> it's sort of like interesting with this critique of like Lena Dunham or Leah Michelle. It's like we're like, oh yeah. I mean, they didn't like SA anymore, you know? Like, yeah. Well, yeah. well, oh, well, well, Lena well, Dunham, well, there's a weird thing, but that. But oh. then it's like that's what you. I mean, you don't do that with your siblings, but what happened there? I truly never understand it. I don't really want to get into the specifics, but no. the way people bring it up... Oh. It's like a TikTok comment. As soon as she pops up, you'll yeah. be like... What I will not understand about the TikTok comments is like how one person will say something and then like 10 people will say the exact same thing. Like they, people like co- like copy the comments and stuff. Wow. Just like if someone said it, then just like acknowledge it. But I think everyone's sort of pining for like... I also came up with that joke, so give me some likes as well. Do you think they're in, uh, intentionally c- copying the joke, into, or do you think they just? I think it they're the intentionally joke? copying it. I wouldn't yeah. put it past it. I wouldn't put it past these scumbag Scum TikTokers because they steal content all the time. Yeah, it, true. It's like trending. I'm like, no, it's plagiarism. Yeah, <laughs> stop copying. God, um, shut it all down. And then, and now, of all things, is like a crazy plot twist, and maybe some of the re- no. You were back by then. Um, you are on Celebrity Treasure Island. <laughs> God, thank you for bringing it up, Chris. <laughs> I am. Of course. I mean, and iconically so. I mean, I just watched you um, pull your togs down to reveal a gorgeous Speedo. Mm. And like a Speedo, which I would say, you know, you and I have both like sort of grow into our confidence to, to wear, those. wear those. And I would say yeah. it's a recent confidence. Yeah, it's the last few years. And I just it like, is, it's purely been in our 30s. <laughs> <laughs> we missed the we missed the prime The time. window, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And now to be like, within seconds of gaining the confidence, to be like, and I reckon that's ready for TV now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I reckon that's ready and for prime like time. And gratuitous, like, close-up camera shots That was well. unbelievable. I felt like Sharon Stone in Basic Instinct. You felt like one like, of the um, bloody... Um, Pit crew. <laughs> I did. I did. And actually, this is my audition. Did, I'm, I'm how, waiting. How did you feel about having a gratuitous um, crotch shot? I love the pit crew. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I laughed at the time. I reckon you might find yourself screenshotted on some sort of like... Creepy website. Mm, I reckon. There's still no, even though I... And spoilers if you haven't seen the show, but I defeated Jordan Vandermade to become captain in a game of footbuild. And we made a lot of jokes on the day about wiki feet, about where the footage of my foot feet would end up. And I will say, um, I haven't checked, but someone did check for me and messaged me and said, "Still no wiki feet's account." But I'm not there trying. either. Yeah, I've, and I've I've tried and tried and tried. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, you've got your you've got and they've had these flippers out. They're, they're long. Yeah, they're long and thin. Which my some feet don't blink like. and you miss them. 
<laughs> I think I can tell an attractive foot. Yeah. That's not to say I think I've got a thing for feet, but like I get it when the, I'm like, that's a handsome foot. Yeah. Not so much with hands. Oh, I can tell an attractive hand. You for can. sure. Yeah. It depends what you want in a hand, eh? You kind of want it to look like it could really take care of you, I think. Uh, interesting. You want a hand that it looks like a pat on the back I would feel so comforting. I think I'm looking for, in terms of feet, like a tanned, sort of tanned foot. So mm. it's been out, it hasn't been sort of preserved in a dock or something. Yeah. And it wants to not be like hairy, hairy, but yeah. like a bit of hair on a it. A little bit, a dusting. And it looks like it could walk on asphalt and not be like, ow, 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 ow. Like not too not soft, too sensitive. but not like calloused. Yeah, is that, is that being picky? I mean, are these unrealistic body expectations on feet? I mean, you're not you're not saying that people need to meet these standards. You're just talking about your ideal foot. I guess I'm also basing that off every time someone's gone. Oh, he's got gorgeous feet, which is not often. How often? But I don't know if I've ever heard anyone say that. <laughs> <laughs> what circles are you are you moving in? Oh, I just you've you've heard that once. Yeah, or twice. Mm. You know, I've heard it probably a handful of times. Someone said, "Oh." He's got gorgeous feet. And I've mm. been like, I've like had a good old look to be like, what are considered gorgeous feet? And then so you, go to, your pers- you go to your personal trainer, you go, look, I really want what he Can gets. you like change what your feet look like? Surely you can work on your arch, maybe. You no, can change your arch. You can't change your arch. Really? I mean, I have had orthotics for a very long time. I guess that's me trying to build my arch. I have flat feet and I don't know. I don't think they're completely flat now. Because of what? Because of orthotics. Your arch raises. Yeah. Do you still wear your orthotics? No, I haven't in years. And I probably should. How are you going with your retainer? I I think I wear it five to six nights a week. That's really... I mean, How's yours yours going? I just broke mine after (sighs) being in Sydney where I did that classic thing we were talking about, which is sometimes not sleeping with it on as a treat. And I was like, I'm in Australia. No retainer for me, which is just crazy. Um, I didn't bring it to Australia. And I broke mine. So now I have to get a new one. And a bloody hell. Lumino are doing my bloody head in. Here's the thing. Here's the thing I'll say. And I don't know if this is just the way Lumino do it. Or everywhere, but I'm like, why not when you take the mold? Why not give me five? five. I thought the same That's thing. crazy. Why have I got like, one? I talked to the lady on the phone. I was like, I just will need another one. Well, I'll need to put you in with Brett, your, your, your dentist. And I was like, no, you don't. You've scanned my teeth. Yeah. Print me off another one. Like that's all I could think. I was like, well, just I just need the retainer. Like, yeah. Well, we'll need it. And, and now I was just like, I'll email you back. Haven't heard back. I called her 10 a.m. this morning. It's God. teeth. This is teeth gate. They are booked up the wazoo there as well. If you if you if you're gonna miss your appointment, and you call and you be like, "Sorry, I can't make it in two days. Can we reschedule?" They're like, "Yeah, cool. We will put you in March." They're like us with podcasts, not <laughs> 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 helping your teeth. Um, what have I been up to? Yeah, do you want to speak to what you've been up to, please? <laughs> For once. <laughs> once in your life. I honestly can't remember. I went on tour. I mean, that was in the middle. I went on a honeymoon. Huge it's tour and so honeymoon. much has happened. You can yeah. see why we haven't been podcasting. Tour of the country. I'm, a sitcom came out that you were the showrunner on. <laughs> yeah. Did that. Then did, um, then went on tour, then moved out of my flat. I'm not a flat. I'm not flatting anymore. I bought a house. We're in the apartment right now. It's so beautiful. It's got a gorgeous view. Oh, you've got the view. Yeah. yeah nice. I'm staring out at the Sky Tower right now thinking, love this city. Yeah. I, it's, honestly, it's what pushed me over the edge. Yeah. In terms of buying this place. Rock. I can see the Sky Tower f- from my lounge. And look at all this furniture that you've had in a flat. And it obviously looks great in a flat, but like seeing it here, I'm like, It wow. makes sense, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's gone like, oh, the couch is nice. And I was like, it was always nice. It just wasn't in the right place. Yeah. And then we got a gorgeous big old grease stain over our... Um, red armchair and I was like oh my god and then we hired, we paid for like an industrial cleaner person to come in wow. with their industrial cleaner and it came out it was like truck grease how did you get off and moving yeah Ooh. and I was like oh god that is just when you do something right you feel so good like when I get just like personal admin done mm. it feels better sometimes than like crushing a gig yeah like if i just if i like change a light bulb in my house i'll be like, like oh well my done. god i'm taking the day off yeah that is so much work i just did 
And and that felt like work you did getting someone else to get the grease stain out of the chair. <laughs> and I didn't even organize it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, Michael did. Yeah. <laughs> I do I feel good when we get twice a year we get someone to do our hedges and then yeah. they look, and they look amazing and then I'm like, oh, life's life's pretty good. Life is pretty, <laughs> good. pretty good. Oh my god. Look at us a couple of homeowners. And to be honest, so we should be. Yeah. Like and so anyone should be. Yeah, like, we should all have the opportunity to do it. And ideally probably earlier than your mid thirties. Well, this is the thing I keep like I've talked to a couple of friends who have bought and like I've been like haven't really wanted to like share it on social media because I feel like I don't know it's just like awkward like some people are really struggling and you don't want to be like I've I managed to buy a house yeah, in this totally. cost of living crisis yeah. even though I'm in the squeezed middle <laughs> <Okay>. can you <laughs> believe it we managed to squeeze our way out um, and but I'm like oh like it is something that we are fighting for striving for yeah. like, and working for and it's just, it's just it's a curious one, isn't it? Like when I talk to friends who are like have bought a place and they're like, yeah, yeah, like there's this sort of like, yeah, we bought a house. <laughs> it's like, you know, there's this sort of sheepishness mm. to it. Like they feel guilty, I guess, because millennials have built a brand, a brand on never being able to own a house. <laughs> and I truly had like accepted it. Yeah, but it just took like you know a couple of exceptional circumstances in my life and my sort of life mm. turning around quite quickly and being able to like tour on a big scale and stuff yeah. has allowed to us to accelerate it and just like saving like a fucking maniac. Yeah, yeah. And now, oh, look I, at this now we've enjoyed the, the, the pleasures of this and put all my money into paying off a mortgage with um, eye-watering uh, interest rates. It's just gorgeous. The interest rates are crazy. And isn't it crazy? So we've just had a, ju- a big jump. <laughs> a quite a big jump that is <laughs> going to make, well... I don't even know. It, I'm not going to complain about it because really we're just the middle with a little bit of a squeeze. That's <laughs> what we're at. I'm just, I hate that term. I'm sorry for using it so much. I hate all the terms. <laughs> all the terms. Ca- everything is making me Coalition of chaos. Yeah. Cannot stand it. Shut I up. Every time it gets brought up. Yeah. Squeeze middle. Cannot stand it. Or I'm, I'm sort of bordering on cost of living crisis even though it's important. Every time it comes. It just gets brought up yeah, so. Yeah, I'm like, give yeah. it another name or. Well, also because people use it to talk about things that are not when people talk about the cost of living crisis and then talk about the squeeze middle, I'm like, what? We can't afford to, you know, maybe we go to the movies less. I don't know. Like, it's not a real, it's not a crisis for us. Yeah. Don't call it a crisis and talk about people who aren't actually in crisis. Talk about the people who are already doing bad and now are really in crisis because of it. Anyway. I agree. Everyone's like, oh my God, my kale chips were like, they're $15. Oh, something that we did about this cost of living crisis. You poor thing. Um, but I will say when the interest increases on your house it is crazy because it is just paying more money and then um, that money is actually not it just is for the bank (laughs) the bank just gets you're not paying off your house you're paying the bank more (laughs) it's so crazy it's so funny all these little rules we've made up in terms of this world eh? yeah what else has been going on I mean Troy Savan I feel like is back it's funny like I wonder when Mm. we started this podcast 20 you know we were like 15 or whatever and Troy Savan, like what era Troy Savan was in? I think he was... Blue like, Neighbourhood? Blue Neighbourhood. I think he was like, that YouTuber's got an album. <laughs> I, li- I truly think we were in that era. And then we sort of... And then Bloom happened and he was like, oh, he's talking about sex a little bit. Yeah. And then and now it's like... And then there was a kind of an- another EP, which was sort of like... Yeah. Uh, it was like, I fuck. And now it's like, I, I gangbang. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> I really fuck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's gone from, I'm gay... I'm gay and have sex. Yeah. I'm gay and I fuck. We went to, so it's called Circuit with an S in Melbourne. And we were over there. I was like, sir. Yeah, like Circuit, but like also like Circuit. And we were there the weekend after the song came out. And we went to that club and it was full. And they played that song. Almost felt like every three songs they just played it again. (laughs) And then I was reading about it. And not only is that a gay club in Melbourne, but it's around the corner from his house, apparently. Oh. And is and the song and like the notes he's been like, it's inspired by Nights at Circuit. Wow. Crazy, you eh? Were there for that. And I was there for that. And like, also I'm like, where's his house? Because I'm I actually love his house so much and I would it I is. want to I've, see it. I've looked I think I could I could definitely draw it. Yeah. Like I've seen it so much. The little outdoor area with that oh, feature that they've I know, it's like, divine. Yeah. It's divine. Some gorgeous pieces. What a funny like of all that of all those YouTubers, like he just sort of he got out of it early and then was like, I think I'm gonna make music. Yeah. And now has like an expensive brand. Like the star has like, you know, mm. Troy sort of only gets 
doled out for something with a, a big price tag That's on flash. it. Even though it's not like he is like, I don't know, is he in the top 20? I guess so. I don't they know. play him on the radio. They play, they play him on the radio. <laughs> they play him on the radio. Like I listen to the radio a little bit at the moment, and, and he's on there. Rush is on there. But I wouldn't think of him as like for the mainstream work, for the non... No. I don't think if you ask like... Mm, I don't know. Maybe my sister? What Chris Troy's Hipkins. latest... Oh, Chris <laughs> Hopkins? Yeah. Okay, who of the MPs would know who Troy Savannah is? Chris Hopkins? Chloe would know who Troy Savannah is. Grant. Do you think Grant would know? I reckon Grant would know. Grant Robinson, uh, Labour MP. Show me, he follows me on Instagram. Should I message him? Yes. Just see if he answers in the podcast. Okay. So, hey, Grant. <laughs> appreciate I a, you might be a bit busy at the moment. <laughs> should I do a voice message? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> this is the worst thing we've ever done on the podcast. I, I'm kind of on the edge of my seat. Oh, I almost am doing a group chat with Grant and Jess Thornton. <laughs> okay. Oh, God, that would Space be crazy. Thing. Hi Grant, it's Eli Matthewson here. I'm making a podcast with Chris Parker at the moment. We just have a question for you. Do you know who Troy Sivan is? That's it. I understand you're really busy. <laughs> but if you get this, love to hear from you. Bye, baby. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. I can't believe you did that. Oh my god. Our access to like quite important people is like is shocking. Oh my god, you sent a voice memo. Oh my god. <laughs> and actually, can you that looks screenshot that because yeah. that looks absolutely unhinged. Imagine because all I can see now is Grant Robertson, who you haven't messaged yeah, on Instagram uh, ever before. Going, oh notification on Instagram. What have we got here? At one minute to six, a fifteen second voice, voice memo from Eli, from Eli Matthewson. <laughs> If he, I'm going to leave this open, and if he responds before the podcast <laughs> ends, I'll deal with that. But if he does, if he doesn't, he hasn't seen it by the time we finish recording. I will be. Do you think he voice me his back? Fuck! If he does that, I will lose my shit. That'll be the. He'll be the queen of the week. Well, should we voice me? <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? Did you want to voice me? <laughs> Chippy. Chippy. <laughs> Chloe. Chloe would get back right away. Shall I ask her? Yeah. I don't know where my phone is. I've been um. It's gone. You've been off the grid. I'm off the grid. Um, do you, do you want to deliver the voice message from my account? Um, <laughs> no, I can. Oh, it's over there. Two seconds. I I can. While you're away from the microphone, I can. What's his profile picture? Is it yeah, like it's a, a little cartoon. I guess this is like from when AI um, people were he's doing. He's got a little AI Pixar picks. thing. That's kind of yeah, cute. That is very sweet. I think he's a lovely man. And I think he's done a great job, and it actually really. Um, grinds my gears when L- Christopher Luxon says he's the worst finance minister we've ever had because we're constantly in surplus and he, he, um, is, he's, he, he he's keeps a, debt under control, actually, I believe. He's a good little um, gay with numbers, eh? Like, it's so <laughs> he good. A, he is a good little gay. Okay, here we go. I'm going to... Oh, I mean, Chloe's busy too. The entitlement <laughs> we hold is just <laughs> crazy. Do expect these people to respond. Okay, here we go. Hi, Chloe. It's Chris Parker here. I'm um, doing a podcast with Eli Matthewson where we're wondering if politicians know who Troy Savannah is. And we just want to know, do you know who Troy Savannah is? Oh, my God. <laughs> who do you think will get back first? I re- Chloe within a heartbeat. I think yeah. she's toxically online. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> I think she loves her fun. <laughs> and she's like this. What the fuck? She's at mid-debate. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. Sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. <laughs> Hold on. Yes, I do. You know? Yeah. You really good. You very helpfully provided a little bit more com- uh, context for that than I gave Grant. I, f- I feel like with Grant, <laughs> I've honestly learnt from your. I'm going to say, like mortifying mistake. Yeah, but I still um, left unseen. But I think politicians. Look at this gorgeous series of messages though. You guys yeah. have been interacting. Oh yeah, we more than me and Grant. we chat a lot. Yeah, like yeah, nice. this goes back to 2021. Hell yeah. Okay, Luxon. Nah. Can I say though? Do you want me to reveal something? Yeah. So he's gay. No. <laughs> <laughs> what I have to say is has obviously had no influence on my political opinions, and I think Nationals cooked, and um, yeah. they can't. They're not going to be able to deliver on any of the things they're promising, and also the things that they're promising are not really helpful to the entire country. Just to people but who they're not even the numbers people. That's I know the they fucking numbers all the time. 
However, <laughs> it's like if you're not the finance people, then who are you? Yeah. What are what? Tell me one thing you do successfully. Quickly. <laughs> and I don't have much time. <laughs> yeah. I can barely listen to the Male Gaze podcast, and it only comes out twice a year. <laughs> um. So I've met Luxon twice. Once I did seven days with him, and it was just after I'd been kicked out of Dancing with the Stars. And he and he came up, and me and Reese Matthewson were both on, and he came up and like talked to us about the show, having clearly watched it all. Was so kind. Was like, Eli, you will rock. Like, it was so sweet. And then also, and then I met him with Karen O'Leary. We were doing a shoot with him the other day, and he also had seen like all of our work and was like talking about it specifically to us. Has been watching every episode of Celebrity Show. So you which, think he's honest, okay because he watches TV? <laughs> well, oh well he what? should be working. No, exactly. I think you're right, but it was very charming. Uh, uh, no, he hasn't responded yet. Should I check about Chloe? Yeah. Nothing. I mean, it is six o'clock. It's primed. The news is on. They actually have, they probably have to watch that. <laughs> and then and them just like looking at that voice member being like, does this influence the election at any point? Like, what is the sort of sway of the male gaze podcast considering yeah. they haven't been back for six months? True. Nicola Willis. Does she know who Troy Savannah is? Who do you have? <laughs> does she follow you? Um, I think Nikki K might follow me, but she's not a current um, national feat. Nicola Willis. It's so funny. I'm like, you're never really aware of national. Um, I wonder if she follows me. That's interesting. Yeah, she doesn't. Ugh. <laughs> 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 oh, toxic. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. I've got a fact of the guy. Oh, shit. Okay. Sorry, but were you going to talk about something else? I was going to ask if David Seymour knows who Troy Savannah is. Absolutely not. I don't think David Seymour would be able to name any current musicians. He definitely has like a um, Huawei phone. Yeah. And then like... um, like a Dell laptop. I honestly don't think he listens to music. And if he does, it's like Frank Sinatra. Mm. Or just like your generic jazz. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What's the effect of the gay? Unbelievable. Okay, here's the effect of the gay. I'm so excited about this. And here, and here, so behind the scenes, too, is that we have also tried to line up a podcast record, I reckon, four times in the last few weeks. And, yeah. And, and uh, because of equipment, <laughs> it hasn't happened. <laughs> Even today was touch and go. But I'm so excited about this fact of the gay, and yet also a little part of me is worried that you have already delivered this fact of the gay. Chances <laughs> <laughs> are not. Fact of the gay. Okay, it's about bananas in pajamas. That the rat is gay. No, the actors who play B1 and B2 in the costumes, <laughs> they play identical twins, by the way. Um, so. <laughs> They are men who are married in real life. Wow. There's a quote here from uh, uh, The Greatest Dancer. Is that like The Masked Dancer? Anyway, there was a contestant on a show called The Greatest Dancer. Revealed at some point that he played B1, Bananas in Pajamas. And um, then he mentioned that the person who played B2 and him have been in a loving relationship for a long time now. I was B1, my partner was B2, and 26 years later, we're still together. Oh my God. And 26, we come down on the stairs. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Isn't that amazing? What the fuck? I want to know what they look like. Like, yeah, that's a good idea. Actors, that's a great idea for this podcast. Idea for a podcast. For well, we can, descri- we can describe like. them. <laughs> Actors, bananas. What the heck is the greatest answer? Oh, there's a Reddit. There's a whole Reddit group called Gay IRL. <laughs> bananas and pajamas. Oh, how do they look? Oh, there we go. I think. I don't know if that's them. Oh, he didn't get enough votes to go through with his dance to Jamiroquai's Canned Heat, unfortunately. So this was all discovered when he was eliminated. Stefan and Ollie were the Swedish actors who played B1 and B2 <gasps> in the 90s children's show Bananas and Pajamas. Then after the show went under 
then after the show went under, the two were dis- destined to stay in the entertainment industry and spent 15 years. They're quite like um, oh beers. They are. They're I've got different guys. Oh. <laughs> Mine says that's them in 2023. Maybe there's like an American and then um, an uh, Australian version of it. And they're both gay couples. I saw a notification on your Instagram as you were showing me that and my heart skipped a beat, but it wasn't Grant Robertson. No, I've been tagged in a photo. Oh, of what? Um, it's so crazy when you get tagged in a photo and you're like, I don't... Like, sometimes I'm like, I'll get tagged in the weirdest stuff. Do you... Oh, like, if you go into your tagged photos, is there just random shit? No, it's just random. Yeah. Random and random and random. I don't get tagged in many things that aren't by friends of mine. Just like, you know, like weird... You would be, It's like gig things or like... Oh, yeah, yeah. Didn't see that. You know, like a weird post from... Oh, wow. That's ugly, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but then there's nice things about people who've like read my book that I didn't see or whatever. I'm like, oh, oh that's, that's cute. cute. Um, is there a... Who's the queen of the week? Well, it's whoever bloody replies to our DMs in time. <laughs> um, um, who is the queen of the week? Um... I'm just trying to um, think. Oh, who's the main actor in Past Lives? And then I saw she's also in The Morning Show. And I was oh, like, oh, that's the I haven't watched person. The Morning Show. Is it good? Um, I, I heard that, it's terrible. It's terrible, but so it's a, it's a, for me, it's I watch it while I cook. Right. So it almost fills the same spot that reality TV fills for me. I was trying to think maybe um, Hannah Maipi Clark, the... Tepati Māori MP. Who's, who's bloody... She's gaining on Nanaya Mahuta. Really? Yes. So they're, they're going for the Waikato uh, seat. And I think Manaya's on like 40% in the poll. And she's in she she's on like 36%. Wow. She's amazing. She's a hero. Oh, my gosh. Her and Lee Don, her taking down Lee Donahue, which is like, you will not interrupt my corridor. I was like, get him. I... He sucks. Sucks. Here's the thing. So hard. I've been thinking a little bit about this, and maybe this is too brutal, and I'm willing to be called out for this, but I do think sometimes, by called out, I mean um, called in quietly in a DM. (laughs) 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 We privately contacted. Contacted, and I'll retract my words, but not publicly. (laughs) I think, like, when it comes to, like, sort of this toxic discourse in public media mm. we gotta go for the jugular in order to like kill it you know actually I'm hoping that you're gonna say what I what I thought I think we should be like you are a failed actor you didn't even like you did Shortland Street and then that's it you are a bad actor you failed in LA and now you think you can come back and run the country you can't even uplift your acting degree like your acting career mm-hmm. how can you run the country like and I know that seems so fucking mean. It sounds like bullying. Maybe it's bullying. But I'm like, at this point, but the harm he's causing. He's, I'm like, He's doing grand scale bullying. He's literally using lies to get people fired up about a threat that does not exist. What were you thinking I was going to say? Um, that he looks puffy and sunburned, which is what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> the eyebrows, hey. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. eyebrows. Fill them in. What? You're an actor. Wild. You should know to fill in your eyebrows. Yeah. I know. This is the thing. I'm just like... Oh, you're fucking like, and I know it's maybe it's it's not classy. It's not like you don't have a clever little quip, you know. To mm. you're just like playing dirty and low tactics. But I'm just like, dude, like, why do you think you have? I know so many actors who are like, yeah. I know so many actors, and on the whole, none of them should be in government. Not one, <laughs> not one actor, let yeah. alone an actor who was on Shortland Street, moved to LA. Got nothing. Got nothing and then came back. Got nothing except brainwashed <laughs> and then came back. <laughs> and here's the thing I kept thinking about. It's like, NZ first kept talking about, have we run out of something? Oh, no. We're still going. Yeah, we're still going. Oh, my God. You... Sorry. I was on my big Lee Donahue rant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who is a name I never thought I was going to utter I again. Don't, I didn't think I needed to remember that. And then I'm just like... The big thing that NZ first talk about is like the brain drain where like people are going offshore to like... And I guess it's to keep people in New Zealand working to fix the economy. Yeah. I was like, well, he fucked off to LA for like Ages. 10 years. Why Why is he talking about this? Yeah, and if it, if it was because the country is too woke, that doesn't make sense because he left He left before we even got... <sighs> he left it, with, with John Kira. Anyway, I think it's... Uh, 
Also, wasn't his whole storyline that he it kind of seemed like he was fucking his sister? <laughs> it kind of was <laughs> in the chaos of Shortland Street. But I'm just like, I know he hasn't had much airtime, which is good. And so, like, to kind of look into him even further is damaging because he's sort of like raising more attention to it. Yeah. But I'm just like, he, he he's he's not good enough. No. I want to see NCEA exam results. I want to see university. Like, I want to. I want smart. Helpful people. I mean, I guess not NCA because, it, like, but like, where's the community work? Well, yeah, I think there are people who probably did bad in NCA who would actually be <laughs> an incredible MP. But like, where's the community work? Where is the evidence yeah. that of like a work history that says that you should be in government? New Zealand first is so cursed. I really hope they don't get in. Well, he's he's like number thirteen, so he's not uh, he's not getting in government. Thank God. He's just using this as a wonderful opportunity to spout some horrible, like, yeah. genuine hate speech. Um. People were talking about him because he was 38 and it was like the young voters debate and, and um, people were like, oh, he's so old. And then I was like, oh, yeah, and Brooke Van Valden must be quite old as well. And then I looked up and she's actually 30. She's actually younger, younger than Oh, wow. She's actually really young. Well, that being said, maybe Lee is looking young. Yeah. Okay, drop the skincare regime. Yeah. yeah <laughs> How do you get that? Suck <laughs> Should I DM him? <laughs> hey, Lee Donahue. <laughs> <laughs> do you know who Troy Savannah is? And also, <laughs> drop that skincare regime. Have you butted already? Uh, no, not yet. Don't think I will. Oh. Kidding. Um, obviously going to vote um, probably tomorrow or... Yeah. I like the idea of doing advance voting, though. I do. There's something about me that sort of loves it on the day. Yeah, I kind of like... Whatever. I just like posting my photo with my sticker whenever it happens. You don't get a sticker anymore. What? Oh, there was no stickers last time. Eh? And there was no stickers last time. The stickers are out. And you I get a pen. You can keep the pen. Can you keep the pen? I think you can get the pen. There was definitely the last one was like still like COVID voting, eh? It was like yeah, you gotta wipe down your pen and all that sort of shit. You know what confuses me is the whole. So you get the easy vote card, which gets you in very fast, but also you don't need it. You don't need the ID. You don't need to register and stuff, which is awesome. Like the accessibility to voting is awesome in this country. That said, I am I, I'm also like, how do they do it? <laughs> how do they work out who everyone is? Yeah, I don't know. I guess. Yeah, I don't understand that part of it. I did see um, a voting station in St. Luke's the other day. And I was like... Oh, the mall? Yeah, I was like, that would be a slave place to vote. Like, go to Countdown, get your chook from the rotisserie thing. Go to the nail place, get your nails done, get a back massage, go to Kmart, get some ice cube trays. Vote. vote. Like, I was like, God, it's all going on at St. Luke's. I like it. I like going to an old weird hall, though. You're saying, because you're like, oh, yeah. I'm gonna. I've already. I've already got the church that I'm going into. Oh, gorgeous! It's just down the road from here, and I was like, that I'm going in there. Maybe I should do St. Luke's because I'm like, well, it's a nice change, and it, and it's it's a nice little stroll. There is something weird about yeah. I think going into a hall that you've never been into before, it's like part of the voting experience. Versus, I think doing it in St. Luke's, it's kind of like. You're like, oh, that kind of happened really fast and I didn't like mentally acknowledge voting, which is always fun to do. I think I'd be like, was that fake? <laughs> like, was that, did Noel Lemmings do that to trick me? Have I just bought a laptop or something? <laughs> You've signed up for some sort of like weird hand cream company. Yeah. What's um, the thing where, the, where people can go, like last time I voted, I remember there was a, an old woman with a big national party ribbon on and they're called they're called something there's like people who go there for a specific party and they're allowed to be in the I don't know they're called like Doons or something like that oh I think there's a big thing about um, they, they, they have to like shut down their social media right or yes, something on the day yeah. like they can't do any posting or like convincing to vote on the day I'm like go off it's not yeah. going to change anything is it nah nah it's weird I guess that means people could like you could set up like a defense wall and stop people from voting, which I wouldn't put past some of these parties, to be I honest. Know. God, I the main thing I keep thinking is the last election was really fun. <laughs> and this one has been a painful, exhausting, and bleak like, process. Flat. Flat. flat yeah. Like flat. I think, I, I don't know what I would do to sort of amp it up a little bit more, but like mm. maybe, I don't know, like, I'll kind of, I'm like, let's... Literally, like, leaders with charisma is probably what I'd do. Yeah, but I might put them in Eden Park. <laughs> you know, get, sell tickets and, like, yeah. make it a big event. Yeah, that would be gorgeous, actually. I'm going go to go 40,000 people watching the debate. <laughs> <laughs> like, with those um, things you get at the netball. Exactly. And the mascots come out. 
But you say something and you don't get a dum, 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 you know? It actually is a little fucked that the minor parties aren't in these debates. Like, yeah. literally, especially this year when um, they're... Oh my God, I thought Grant Robertson was calling you, but no, it's your it's my boyfriend. boyfriend. I'll, I'll, well, we can wrap this up soon and I'll call him back. Um, like, literally, the Green Party, hopefully, not that I want to let you know who I'm voting for, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, why? Because it's a secret. <laughs> but they're looking like getting the record amount of MPs. I know. And like... Well, just like the minor parties are getting such a huge share of the vote, they're building in a way where I'm like, well, hopefully things good. Uh, a few yeah. elections time, we might see like a proper turnaround. Well, it's kind of interesting when you think about like when Labour was first created as a party, it was like because there was a real, I guess, hunger for like unions. Workers' rights. Workers' rights. Yeah. Whereas like, and then you're like, well, actually, as things have gone along and like workforces have changed... Yeah, the big thing that is pressing for a lot of young people is the climate and yeah. the environment, and like a lot of the stuff that Green Party stand for, which is why I imagine we're starting to see that like big build term. in those numbers. That it's it like would... you know, like well, maybe we do live in a world in a future where it is like a Green Party with the support of Labour. So I think it could happen in our lifetime. I reckon it could as well. I was I've been surprised this year, given everything that happened at the start of the year, that like this is like climate change is not being talked about more in the election. Given like <laughs> it's literally, but everyone's like, oh, La Nina, whatever it's called, like it's going yeah. to have a beautiful summer. Yeah, curse, man. I know it's um, oh, it's tough stuff. Yeah. Okay, well, we've got to leave on a on an element of hope and buoyancy, and I'm going to say we're back. We're back, and I'm going to say. We might even do this again. I reckon we'll do it again soon. I, the 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 sort of key is in the ignition. Yeah, and we and we and we want to make content for you, and we love you. Go see Bottoms in cinemas. I saw that. In oh, oh, and do you know what I watched? It was great. What did you watch? Um, on a plane. Yeah, I watched the Jennifer Lawrence film. Oh, it's fun, isn't it? What's it called? No hard feelings. No hard feelings. Oh, I laughed. Yeah. Well, she's in her like goofy Steve Martin, like physical comedy it's era so of her career. It's kind of like her return. She was like walking up the stairs wearing rollerblades and just like crazy. And that big nude fight scene. Yeah. So funny. So funny. When she got burnt. Yeah. It was so funny. She's the queen of the week. Yeah. And she take it away from Hannah, the Tukati <laughs> MP, and give it to Ju- Jennifer Lawrence for her return in her career. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we love you. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. I'm sorry, Mom. It's not a phase. It's for me, okay. They're both male. And they're both gay. So Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.